Hixie and Bro Show. It's not even Sports Confidential anymore. I'm back here with Hixie again. The other boys have done their week's worth of work and uh, they've gone on annual leave again. But welcome back, Hixie. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I thought I'd give you um, the week off last week from having three Collingwoods supporters come on the pod. It would have been hell. I think two was bad enough. But you got through it all right. Um, lived to fight another day, the Dons. But um, I'm glad to be back. Um, it's been a been a good week. Uh, we won't talk about my local footy, but um, other than that, yeah, been really good. How have you been? Yeah, well, I've had a bit of a sore back after carrying the boys last week, and then we've come in today, and I've gone, oh, you know, this is what I've got to talk about, and you've gone, well, this is what I've got to talk about. I'm like, this is refreshing. I've actually got someone who's done just just a little bit of research, but enough to keep the pod going. So, no, that's been good, mate. I went into Belchibos on Friday night and uh, had a nice two for one cocktails and a nice feed there. So that was grouse. Pretty beautiful, mate. Our uh, number one sponsor here. Absolutely, number one sponsor. Get into Belchibos now. I'm going to be editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to keep it. No, I keep that in. We love them. So uh, we'll do a bit of around the grounds, get into it. Actually, how'd you go on footy on the weekend, by the way? I haven't asked you. Um, no, no good. We are first loss for the year. So um, no, no good. We'll skip past that. Um, um, I heard the SC flies, though. Yeah. Up and about. I got the late text Monday night, but just couldn't make it. But I should have because I would have been carried to a win. Yeah. We wanted you on as the Medi sub. And I'll tell you what, you could have been sub for me very early. <laughs> they were calling me 007 at one point. Zero points, zero assists, and seven turnovers. And that was just to start the game. I was horrible. And, geez, I copped it from Corey, didn't I? Jeez. You who, think who carried then? Oh, you didn't. Definitely wasn't me. It was all the other boys. Yeah, We had a really Team good win, effort. and they dominated. I uh, started with four air balls. So <laughs> there's $8 worth of fines for the basketball trip. Um, the way my fines are going, I reckon we could be going to Vegas this, at this stage. And so. you'll be funding the whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> bit like Shades of the Corporate Box uh, last year, which we'll scrape across. But around the world in sports at the moment, um, obviously we'll start with the AFL. We've got new CEO in Andrew Dillon. Um, he's come into the fold. Did you see his interview on AFL 360? No, I didn't. I missed that one. Yep. And he looks, he's just straight to the point. They go, what's the uh, time slot for the grand final? He goes, 2.30, next question. He's just Beautiful. bang, 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 straight into it. So, so far, so good. He's He's been good for six hours or however long <laughs> he's been in charge. Because he was, it was his second in charge to... Yeah, kill. he's been in the AFL for about 23 years. Yeah. So um, like they paid. It. They spent a million dollars looking for a CEO, and uh, they just went to the next office and went, "Yeah, you will do, mate." Money well spent, I think. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've got that. Um, we've also, in other news, we've got Tasmania. Huge. Not news. sure if they're the Devils, the Tarantulas, the Tasmanian two heads, but uh, in twenty twenty eight, they will be in the AFL. What are your thoughts on that, Hixie? Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, Tassie get their own team. I don't know how they're going to go with. Um, being called Tasmanian Devils, though, because Warner Brothers have the trademark for that. Seen that, yep. So um, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, there could be a few other names being thrown around. The Tasmanian Spirit, like the Spirit of Tasmania. Ooh, yeah, the Tasmanian Islanders, I've heard yes, as well. Yes, the Islanders as well. So there's a few being thrown around, but they'll have to um, obviously go through all the logistics to um, see if they can get the Devils. But I actually like the colours of the Tasmania team. Yeah, you know, that so dark do I. green, the yellow, a bit of maroon on there. Yeah, it adds a different element. Yeah, it's I a bit like different. It. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And now they're already talking about a 20th team. Yeah. can't have 19, obviously. Well, that was that was my next question. How, we spoke about it on the pod last year. Um, I think the season was getting a little bit low. But how do you, where do you see the next team? If if Do you think there should be another team? And if there is, where should it be? Uh, I definitely think there should be another team. Um, just so there's not one team having to buy every week. Another extra game would be awesome. Another game to watch, I guess. They definitely um, add like sort of like the play-ins then because you couldn't have eight, top yeah. eight, and then 
12 miss out, I guess. Yep. So I'm not too sure. They've floated um, Western Australia. Yep. Obviously, is that's you know, the biggest um, landmass, so you could stretch it out there. I don't think Northern Territory will get one just with the weather. I think it's a bit hard up there, is it? Because in the – it's really rainy or something, is it? A lot of cyclones, yeah, hurricanes. Yeah, at the start and end of the season. Yeah. Plus so, also the heat as yeah, well. Heat. And also sponsorship. Like it'd be pretty hard um, to get gain revenue from everything that I've seen on the Facebook experts, everyone commenting mm. on it. So obviously we take them at face value. So. Yeah, but you could go Adelaide as well after we what, what we just saw at Gather Round. Um, the turnout there was unbelievable. They're always um, up and about with the Adelaide teams over there. So another one there. Um, Victoria, probably too many teams, Absolutely. you'd say. Yep. And then, yeah, Sydney and um, Gold Coast up there. Who knows? Could squeeze another one in between there. I'll throw three names up at you for geographical purposes. Yep. Want to see just yes, no, or not sure. See what you got for me. So first one's Canberra. Yep. Wouldn't be wouldn't be opposed. <clears throat> um, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But obviously, GWS playing a few games there. Yep. I might kick them out of their spot, but. Don't mind it, yeah. Second one, New Zealand. Uh, no, it's no, no market. <clears throat> no, nah, no from me. Yep, sorry, Australian Football League. Yeah. Yep. And third one being Cairns. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's probably the same with the weather though. That's the same thing. Yeah, the weather there and how much draw would you get, especially with the um, NRL crowd up there. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I could do could do a country one, a Shepparton. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. What are the uh, what are the GV teams called around here when they play interleague? Like they've got the purple, the violet crumbles. Yeah, I think they're called the violet crumbles. Actually, yeah, yeah. It. No, so, they don't have one. The Gators, mate. Yeah, the Gators. So um, that's enough about that. We're still going <laughs> on the intro rap at the moment, but no, that's good questions. Funny going around. Funny going around. Um, obviously, the NBA today. Joel Embiid was claims his first NBA MVP. Um, there's always going to be people saying, "Oh, this bloke should have won it. This bloke should have won it." But at the end of the day, he's won it. So congrats to him. I'm sure he's listening. Um, then we've also had the Lakers take the first game against the Warriors, winning one seventeen to one twelve. Anthony Davis had a huge thirty and twenty game. The Knicks beat the Heat like a Greek pool party today as well, uh, winning one hundred eleven to one hundred five to tie the series one all. So Cody's pretty happy about that. Uh, no Jimmy Butler though. No Jimmy Butler. Yep. Geez, yep. he's been turning it on the old Jimmy yep. Butler at the moment. Um, Brisbane Broncos remain top of the NRL table going into the Magic Round. And Hixie actually did a bit of research on the Magic Round, so I've had to change half my quiz questions. But, no, we, we love the research so far. Your boys, the Pies, top of the table, two comeback wins. Um, again, at three-quarter time, are you sitting there going, we're still in this? No, not for this game, actually. This one was probably the one I thought we weren't going to win. Um, we just looked flat, really, the whole game. And um, we're probably lucky Adelaide didn't kick straight early. Yeah, well, they were 6.15 or something Something ridiculous point. like that. But, yeah, I think the Collingwood boys are killing off more members with these um, fast finishes because the heart gets uh, going a bit. But um, we'll touch on that, obviously, in the AFL. Bandwagon's already full enough, I think. <laughs> Arsenal uh, regained top of the EPL after beating Cody's team 3-1 this morning, which is Chelsea. But in saying that, they are up by two points, but they've got two games behind Man City who are in second at the moment. And the Pakistani curator is yet to confront the podcast at this stage at the moment. We've heard nothing from his uh, haven't heard him. Nothing from his lawyers. It's gone to that extent. So um, all quiet on that front. Anything for you to add in the weekly wrap? Uh, just a little bit of a touch on on the F1. Ooh. They had the Grand Prix in Azerbaijan. Yep. 
Close enough to saying it. Household favourite. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Perez won that ahead of Max Verstappen. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about was, did you see um, Esteban Ocon? He was coming into the pit because he had to do his mandatory pit stop where he would have been disqualified, but they were already in the pit lane about to celebrate. So there was heaps of like Red Bull um, people and um, photographers and reporters and everything like stacked the pit lane. He comes flying around the corner, goes into the pit lane, they all jump out of the way. So massive crash. So Perez had already won. Uh, I think it was on his last lap, but he basically won. And so they were getting ready to celebrate. celebrate. And then he's come around the corner, this um, Oaken, to come into the pit lane and they've all had to jump out of the way. Fucking close call. Very close call. That's good mail from you there. Yeah. And then the next Grand Prix is Miami. And then it's the 8th of May. So they come around pretty quick. What's today? The third. Yep. A couple of days. Uh, what else have we got going around the world? The golf. Taylor Gooch. Gee. The Gucci. The Gooch. He won the um, live event in Adelaide and he's backed up and won the Singapore golf event. Jeez, he's going all right. Get this. He's had 13 live starts and he's earned $19.6 million from those 13 starts. <laughs> the money unreal. is ridiculous. So he won $4 million there um, for coming first and Sergio Garcia came second there. Um, just a little bit more touch on. Uh, touch on. We love touching on here. It was just a cricket game I just want to mention because it will blow your mind, this game. It was Sri Lanka versus Ireland. Right. Ireland batted first and were all out for 492. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad for Ireland. So it's a test. Test. Sri Lanka, three for 704. 704. All the top four batsmen made 100 or more. Far out. Top scorer, you got that there? Uh, yes. Mendes with 245. <laughs> and poor Ben White for Ireland. He bowled 34 overs. Zero for 203. Uh, a long day, mate. That's a long day. All right. I'll tell you right now. I don't think he'd be playing in the next test. But No. But when you said that straight away, I'm like, geez, Ireland's a chance here. I reckon they're going to win this. I thought so too. Looking at the scores, I was like, geez, they've done well to get nearly 500. And then, yeah, Sri Lanka go bang and win by an innings and 10 runs. Unbelievable from you. I'm glad you didn't go any more deep dive or had to take all my quiz questions out, <laughs> but you've done extremely well. Uh, with the EPL at the moment, we'll do a bit more of a deep dive now. There's only two of us tonight. We're just going to fly through it. Like I said, Arsenal was on top, 34 games, four games to go. City's in second with 32 games, so they've got six to go. Erling Haaland has broken the record for most goals in a Premier League season. He's currently on 33. Um, and like I said, obviously, they've got six games to go. So he could be looking at around 40 goals just in the Premier League. Like, he's reached over 50 goals in all competitions this year. What would that be in comparison to AFL? Would that be 100? Like 120, 140, 33? Um, it depends. Like, if, if you're going to make it modern, um, I'd say it's definitely it's definitely 100. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe 105, 110 yeah. in that sort of ballpark figure. So it's That's a just, lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's basically, I'd equivalent it to... I'd say it's I'd say it's like kicking yeah five or six every week what on average, um, or for like an NBA player probably averaging thirty five points per game for the season. Pretty incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to compare sports, but um, someone probably out there is probably roasting me for that. But that's probably how I say it. Um, Newcastle, they yes, they've been a little bit of a surprise factor, but they've been that solid. Uh, they've now that they've got this sort of money behind them, they're sitting in third comfortably. I think that they should stay there. Man United in fourth. Liverpool have come from the clouds um, to, to get into fifth. Not too long ago, they were in eighth or ninth, I reckon it was. Um, and I watched a game the other day. 
luckily no one spoiled it for me, um, Liverpool versus Tottenham. Liverpool just go bang, 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 kick three goals in the first 14 minutes, and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> like it was the first game I got to watch for a while because um, it's, it's hard to keep up for a lot of sports that we are yeah. watching and Liverpool weren't going so well. So I thought, as good as this, I can't believe I've tuned in to watch this. And then Tottenham just go, uh, we'll bring that right back, boys. And they ended up pegging it back to 3-2. And then they kicked a goal in the 92nd minute to make it 3-all. Uh, Richarlison for Tottenham. And I'm not a fan of him at all. So I sent a few Snapchats out to the boys, letting, me, letting them know what I thought of him. And I thought, Liverpool have choked this. And then 70 seconds later, Jago Jota scores for Liverpool, pretty much Ooh, not geez. far off the kickoff. So in the, finish. in the 94th minute, Liverpool went up 4-3. And that's massive because at that stage, um, Tottenham were in fifth position and we've overtaken him from there. So, um, And the funny thing about that whole celebration and the game as well was Diego Jota, he went to basically kick a ball up from the air. And when you have your studs up too high, it's basically you're going to get you're going to get a definite yellow card. Yep. But his uh, boots may have, from a Liverpool bias, accidentally kicked the bloke in the head. <laughs> um, but it's all part and parcel the way I see it. <laughs> it's part of the game. But, um, yeah, there was a few people infuriated. He didn't get a red card for it. And then he goes on and scores the winner. Oh, yeah. But, um, controversy. Yeah. Bit of controversy there. And there's always there's always a fourth official or it might be a third official um, that's that's in between the two coaches' boxes on the side. And um, I might post this on the socials because it's quite funny. But Jurgen Klopp goes up to the official, which it's a bit sort of rude in a way, but he's sort of a bit up yours after yeah. we kicked the goal. And he's celebrating turn that hard that he's pulled his hammy. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's full pulled his hammy. And he, but he's still giving the fist bump. And in between the fist bumps, he's doing the full grab of the hammy. Oh, you got to put that up. Yeah, I've got to put it up. It's an absolute classic. Well, that's um, I forgot him. <laughs> he's just, he's one of those blokes, um, different, different echelon and different roles, but he's one of those blokes that's just real passionate as a supporter. Bit of like Eddie Maguire as Collingwood's president, Um, all that sort of stuff that you see. A bit of a uh, Draymond Green for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, shows they care though, like bloody hell. Yeah, shows they care, but just him pulling his (laughs) hammy afterwards. And then after the game you see him, he usually goes out and gives a fist bump to the crowd and they go, yeah, yes. And he's doing that, and you can see he's limping over as he's doing it. But I just thought it was quite funny. But. Didn't one of the AFL coaches do that going down the big freeze slide? Was it Chris Fagan? Yeah, it was yeah. Chris Fagan. He did his string. Yeah, it's like uh, when they used to show Gary Lyon pulling, oh, that's the pulling his hammy as well. Yeah. Uh, but that's good. But, yeah, as I said, so Tottenham um, goes down to six now, and they've got a game uh, ahead of Liverpool, so could be hard for them. Um, fifth, fifth position is the Europa League. So Liverpool still have a chance to beat Man United in fourth, and, geez, I'll let Bronson know about it if we do. Um, and there's a few listeners out there that have been telling me about Man United. So uh, that's going to be a tight finish to the top four. Um, as I scroll down further, my thumb gets sore. Chelsea is in 12th. Um, that's the most notable. And we scroll down, your boys, West Ham, 15th at the moment. You'd think that they're safe from relegation. Uh, you'd think it didn't look... Too good a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, they've put a bit of a gap in between them and relegation. So, what was that you sent me? Uh, the semi final is that for the FA Cup? Do you know? Couldn't tell you. I just uh, thought yeah. they were in some final, so I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are semi finalists. Not sure for what for, but good on them, I reckon. Unbelievable. Um, Leicester City, Liam's team in 16th, and basically from 16th down to 19th, you, Southampton are in 20th. You can scrap them out. See is see is later in the championship next year, but 16th to 19th, there is one point between them. They're all in the same game. So you've got Leicester, Leeds United, which we'll uh, unpack later on, Nottingham Forest and Everton uh, in 19th. So one point between them, all got four games to go. 
it could be quite juicy. Um, and the way that it is, people go, oh, relegation, why do you sort of care about it? One, it's sort of it's a title race within itself because teams in Australian dollars to get um, Premier League uh, television rights in Australian dollars, I think it's about $280 million for a season. That finance compared to what the championship is, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure um, of the scale of difference, but I can tell you right now it's not going to be $280 million. So, um, like I said, that's in Australian dollars. So, in pounds, it's probably, I don't know, 190. But big money to make the difference there. But um, Erling Haaland looks like he's going to sell up player of the year, which just makes sense as well. Um, to unpack it a little bit further, you've got, uh, just give me a second, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, my man, with 16 assists. Um, and Saka for Arsenal is next on 11. Okay, yeah. So, that's, that's the gap there that you've got. But. There's me a little Premier League wrap from me. Um, any other things to touch on? Just the three teams that is it three? Yeah, three teams come up from the championship. Yes, they yeah. do. Give me a second to look them up. No, I've, just... I've already looked them up, mate. Oh yeah, you back? Watch out. Far out. I'm just not used to this. So top of the table is Burnley. We, we love, love you, Burnley. Burnley. We do. If you know, you know. Uh, second is Sheffield United. Ooh, Sheffield United. Got anything nice. for that? Um, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield Shield. Yeah, you close got, enough. And yeah. third is Luton Town. Oh, is it really <laughs> Luton Town? It is, yeah. Why? You got oh, against them? That's a quiz question as oh, well. Yes. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Two from two. Uh, there definitely will be an ad break at some point to change some questions. <laughs> the question was, um, Luton, Luton Town, what is that in regards to? And you would have just oh, said yeah. an English team. Yeah. Um, so unbelievable research and basically what Corey, you, you, did you hear the podcast last week? Sure did. Corey's like, you've got to make the questions relevant to us. I'm like, it's a sports podcast, yeah. mate. You need to, you should know. You need to listen to your own, but, um, yeah, that's good for me. I like to hear that. And there's also, as we spoke about last week, Rexham, yes. um, Ryan, I was going to say Ryan Gosling. It's, um, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, um, his boys, they're in the, they're in the, sorry, they're in the fourth division, but yeah, they're flying as well. Therefore, I think well, that's pretty much wrapped up the APL there. All right, we'll go to a break and then into a bit of the NRL and the NBA. We've got ourselves like one of those super nerds that are off the chase. The bloke that comes in and goes, oh, I already knew the answer <laughs> to that and answers the question because I just said – yeah, I'm like, oh, we'll talk about the NRL, and you go, yeah, every game is going to be at Suncorp Stadium. I've just looked down, I'm like, yep, that's the first question on the quiz. So, dummy research, mate. Absolutely on fire today. But yes, like you said, Magic Round for Round 10 uh, at the NRL this week is, in fact, at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane. Uh, my Cowboys have had an absolute stinking start to the year. I, to be honest, I haven't watched too much of them, but they got absolutely clapped by Shark. the Sharks the mm. other day. Forty-four to six, no good. No, no good at all. Um, Broncos, like we started the show with, they're still top of the table, even though the Rabbitohs gave them a, a bit of a prostate exam, mm. if you will. Thirty-two check. to six. Um, Dolphins, one point losers there. No good for the boys there. No, nah, they they're, they're around the eight though, sitting at ninth at the moment. It'd be good to see them um, make the finals to start their season, but. Game of the round for this round for me is going to be the Rabbitohs versus the Storm. And that will be Saturday, 7.45 Australian Eastern Standard Time. At Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane. Yes, it is at Suncorp Stadium, uh, Brisbane. Which how's, is, that, how's that going to work? Are they just one after the other? One after the other. Shit. So they've got, because um, they've got 16 teams, just let me look at them, 17 teams. So yeah. someone's obviously got to buy this week. Yep. 
um, yeah, one after the other after the other. So if you buy a ticket for the first game, you get to watch three or something? Not sure. Well, I ship everyone out work and then the NRL, put them back so. in. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my game of the round. Who are you going with there? You're going to go with the uh, Rabbitohs or the Storm? Uh, I'll go the Storm. Yeah, thought yep. you would. So I'll go the Rabbitohs. Um, I've got a your dear mate Harley. He's down in uh, hospital at the moment in Melbourne. Big Rabbitohs man. So I'm sure he's going to be listening to it. He's not doing much at the moment. Send, send your love to him. Football injury too, by the way, which I'm sure he won't mind me disclosing because it's just a freak accident. Broke his hip socket. Jeez. How did he manage that? He had a boat land on him oh. and it's just hit him in the right spot, which is just so unlucky. So wish you all the best, mate. Hopefully yeah. the toes can get the job done for you. He hates them being called the toes, <laughs> the toes. instead of the rabbit toes yeah. or just the rabbits. So calm the toes this week, mate. I'm yeah. sure you're listening. And you do probably it for HMAC. Do it for HMAC. So we'll see what they can do there. But anything else from the NRL for you at the moment, mate? Uh, State of Origin is coming up. Ooh. Yeah, May 31st, I think the first game is. Probably at Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it probably <laughs> is actually. But that's always – I'd love to go to that. It. Yeah, I'll be unreal. Absolutely love to go to A few to Bundy it. cans being thrown around there, I reckon. It's good. It's good. It's on a Wednesday night too. It breaks up the week a bit. Yeah, something to punt on, something to drink. little segue or, with that too. Um, the AFL is looking to do Thursday night footy starting next year every week. Has to. Has to. Has to be. Um, Andrew Dillon, if you're listening, yeah, I know you are. Yep. Has to be every – Thursday night. And who who is it during the week you sent that video? Was Gerald? Gerald Healy? No. Jared, Jared Waitley. Waitley. Jared Waitley. Um, yeah. He had a few points to let the new CEO know what to do next year and what that was one of them. Thursday yep. night footy every week, 7.20 Friday night games, um, no crossovers on Sundays. Yeah. Well, the NRL does it and they do a bloody fantastic yep. job at that. So obviously they're not as big as the AFL, but I think that they do that. And they do double headers on a Friday quite well. Um, it's, a bit, oh, yeah. it's a bit different as well. They have one game at 6 p.m. and then one game at 8. So yeah. do with that what you will. Um, any other sports to wrap on? Oh, yeah, there's just the NBA playoffs, which is next to me note. So, um, <laughs> there's a bit happening there, I reckon. Yeah. So we went through the results earlier, but the Lakers generally are a chance to win it. Um, people, I reckon, when we said that at the start um, of the playoffs, we've sort of gone, oh, yeah, it's a bit haphazard because we're a bit of the goat riders here, but um, they're going fantastic. They just beat the Warriors away from home. Um, they've still got one away, but it's down to eight teams now. We've got the Heat versus the Knicks, the 76ers versus the Celtics, which the 76ers taken that first game. James Harden had 45 points with no Embiid. No Embiid, yes. That's huge for them. They're 13-5 and five of their Embiid, which is um, quite interesting. I didn't think that that would be the case. Then the Nuggets versus the Suns. I don't know what's going on there in Arizona at the moment, but the the Nuggets have gone up two zip. I know that the Nuggets are um, the one seed, but you bring in Durant halfway through, or not even three quarters of the way through the year. Mm-hmm. You've got Durant, Booker, DeAndre Ayton, who's a big man, and Chris Paul, who's the facilitator for the team. In saying that, they they all sort of play ISO ball, so they'll go up and shoot basically off their own accord was no sort of playmaking and there's not that much defense that goes around it. So they've got to sort that out real quick, smart, because they're down two zip, um, goes back to their court now for two games. So it'd be interesting to see whether or not Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can sort of um, form a synergy to get that together. That's interesting. And um, like we just said, we've got the Warriors and the Lakers, which the Lakers, they, yeah, they're hitting their straps at the right time and that's why I think they're a genuine threat. So... Your Celtics, I thought was interesting how they got done with no Embiid the other day, but Tatum and Brown, um, I think that they'll 
they'll find a way to get it done, and I think that they should beat the 76ers. But when it gets down to the last eight teams, it's sort of whoever's best over, obviously, the, the seven-game series. So, there you um, go. Let's hope they get up. Yeah, let's hope they get up from there. Is there any um, anything else from the NBA? Off? Are you backing for the chip, Lakers? I'm Is backing yeah. the Lakers. Yep. I generally am. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, and like I said, they've named all their awards now for the regular season. Um, they just got to name the the all-NBA team. So it'll be like you're starting yep. five and whatnot from the, there. Who's the bloke who won an award? Oh, one of my mates, Ryan. Shout out you, Fryzy. Um, he won an award, but now he's got to go to Finland and go to the army. What? Yeah. Oh, I got to. I got to get this up. While you while you are getting that up, um, the Roland Garros, aka the French Open, also starts Monday, May the twenty second. So that is the second. It's probably the the smallest um, on the scale of Grand Slams, but it is a Grand Slam nonetheless. Um, Rafael Nadal's favorite territory. So you think. Barring injury, I'm not sure where his status is at yet, but I think Nadal is going to be a big chance if he is to play um, in that. And, of course, Djokovic as well will be there. In the next couple of weeks, we'll we'll dive right into that because, um, yeah, I'm keen for it. Yeah, always keen to uh, have a bit of tennis on him. We love our tennis here. And while we're on that, Serena Williams pregnant with her second child as well. She announced yesterday, I think it was. Is she retired? Is that official? Yeah, I think she retired to focus on her family and then obviously – yeah, yeah, another one on the way. But, yeah, that um, NBA player is Utah Jazz forward Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Laurie Markkinen. So I think it's mandatory to serve in the military in Finland. That's right. I was yeah. trying to think of I was like, Finland? I'm like, who are you talking about? I'm like, that seems familiar. But, yeah, it's mandatory. To, um, there's a player, Huming Sung, that plays for Tottenham. Yeah. He had to do the same thing um, for his South Korean country. Yeah. And it was basically like if you don't win and get yourself into the World Cup, I believe it was, you had to go serve these, serve oh, the yeah. same thing. And they got up and won. And yeah, oh. it's crazy to think and credit to them for doing that for your country and all that sort of thing. But yeah. it's like you think you feel like that's like an eighty years ago thing. Yeah, man. It's like oh yeah, so, uh, can't play this week, boys. Got to go yeah. defend the country. Crazy but, to think, but yeah, I think it was in the middle of a career high season as well. So yeah, I don't know how long you'd do it. Couple of years, you'd say, but yeah, it's huge that just get pulled out of the NBA to go serve for your country. But you got to do it, I guess. Surely, I think it'd just be in the off season. Surely, we will look that up though. But John Morant might do it as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. He's been doing it during the season, um, especially well, spend fifty thousand dollars to do so. Um, but yes, like you said, uh, Magic Round this week, NBA playoffs are heating up, and the Roland Garros at the moment. And just during the week was the NFL draft as well. Carolina Panthers had the first pick, and they chose Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. And then Houston Texans took uh, Bryce's best mate at number two, CJ Stroud. He's a quarterback as well from Ohio State. But while we're touching on this, there's an Australian who got picked up. Yep. Lou Headley, um, look him up because he's an absolute beast, covered in tats, little cheeky mullet. Um, used to own a tattoo parlor in Bali, actually. Good male. So he sounds like a, a lad. Um, he's a dog. Um, <laughs> was this up, guy, dog. Dog. <laughs> um, picked up from Miami University. Yep. So uh, my partner's cousin, Dylan Joyce, who is a dog. 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 Um, he plays there as well as a punter. And, um, yeah, so this Lou Headley's a punter um, from WA, got picked up. Um, I think he has to – he's a rookie, so he has to uh, make his case to get on the 53-man roster. But minimum seven hundred fifty thousand dollars as a punter. 
Um, and he wears a number 94, 94, sorry, because Dwayne The Rock Johnson did at yeah. Miami. That's he, good, yeah, man. Oh, he's, he's just a lad. Look him up. He, um, yeah, he looks like someone I only have a beer with, that's for sure. All right, get him on the pod. I think we might have to. We'll go over to Miami, I reckon. Yep, little uh, SE road trip. Not even a road trip. That's a, <laughs> that's a big trip. <laughs> big but- trip. You want to drive. But the Bengals, your boys, their first pick was um, Miles Murphy, his defensive end. Big boy. Yeah, big boy. And my boys, uh, 49ers, uh, first pick, 87, was Giara Brown, who's a safety from Penn State. Yeah, all right. Let's test your knowledge here. What position, what does the safety do on an NFL team? Um, they go around and just make sure the uh, stadium's safe for the players. They go over a yep. pitch report, make sure there's no glass or anything on the field, um, make sure the chairs they sit on don't collapse under them. Just, yeah, look out for the health and safety. Yeah, I, mate, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have answered it any better, actually, on that. I have no um, idea. What is the safety? They, they, they do some internal audits as well. <laughs> No, <laughs> you couldn't have answered that. It's probably the perfect position to answer that yeah, question yeah. too. I love it. No, the safety plays a position. I don't want to stuff this up yourself now, <laughs> yeah. but they you sort of have like your first line of defense and then your secondary defense line. Yep. So the safety will sort of stand back and when the long bombs sort of come in for the wide receivers, oh, yep, it's yep. like the safety pockets as well and they'll help out your cornerbacks. If I am wrong here, someone's probably sitting here going, gee whiz. Better than my answer anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon your answer is top mine, but I'm pretty sure that's what the safety position is. But Beautiful. we spoke about it just off air before. It would be good to get into the NFL uh, next season, which mm-hmm. usually starts around October-ish. Um, it might even be earlier than that, September-ish yeah. um, around there. So we might look at either doing an NFL draft or – Doing something over there, maybe going to the Super Bowl, something casual. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I think we'll yeah, make our way over there and watch some college football following the Miami Hurricanes. Yes. The Monty Canes. Uh, Yippity-dippity-doo. All right. We're big, deep dive into the AFL. For those that just love the AFL, it's coming up next. Don't worry. And there's going to be a new segment, which will be right at the end of it, which will be Bro from Ben's best bet for the week. Uh, I tipped Port Adelaide last week in the SC lock group. Um and there was a heap of comments, mainly from me going, oh, this bet's over and now we've won. But um, it's got up nonetheless. So I'm looking to go two from two this week. And Hicksy reckons he's on a little bit of a streak himself. Yeah, a little bit of a streak. Three from four in our um, punters club. I had Tom Hawkins kick four or more on the weekend. So 15 minutes into the first, I was pretty happy. This guy is a dull. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the break. All right, jump back in the time machine, back into the DeLorean. Nice. nice. Um, and we'll go back to Friday night, Saints-Port Adelaide. Great game. Great game. We heard you just uh, you tipped Port Adelaide. I did. In our locked group. Um, yeah. Why would you tip them? Uh, I've, I genuinely feel like Adelaide Oval, Buck, bar Adelaide losing to Collingwood on the weekend, I feel like sometimes it can be like a three or four goal advantage. Thought they were, were hitting the straps at the right time. And I don't know, just just gut feel. So they played at Marvel Stadium. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when they play at the Adelaide Oval, they have a three-goal advantage. But when they play at Marvel, it's almost like a six-goal advantage. Yeah, and they won by a goal. Yeah. So I have no idea why I've said that at all. But <laughs> That's too good. That no, is I, too good. I, I can't actually, even cut that out. Yeah, I gave it in there. That's so good. <laughs> I was like, hang on. Anyway. Um, yeah, should have yeah, so seen it there right on the screen. I tipped them as well, actually. I don't know why. I just thought 
um, they are the team that you, you can't really trust, but I just thought they were going to get up, um, and which they did. Um, Travis Boak had a huge game. Fine wine. I, I thought he was yep. great. But, yeah, other than that, uh, my man Butters <coughs> was really good too. Um, I, I genuinely think he's going to be an A grade in the next couple of years. I've said it for a while. Yeah, show him flashes of it now. Vaughn Francis was really good. Yeah. No, he's um, loving his life at Port Adelaide. Jade Gresham had a good game. He had yeah. two, and 20, uh, two and 21. But uh, where do you see St Kilda at this stage? Do you feel like they've sort of hit that peak and they may drop off a little bit or they've just had Collingwood and then Port, a bit of a tougher challenge, um, and then they should sort of even themselves out maybe, I don't know, fifth to eighth along that period or how, how do you say it? Um, yeah, well, they've obviously had a few tough games. At um, the Adelaide Oval. At the Adelaide <laughs> Oval. Uh, I think they'll... Even out now, um, coming up against the top teams, they might struggle a little bit. But I think I think they they might play finals, still sneak in the finals, like you said, fifth or sixth. Um, and Ross, the boss, he always has an answer for everything. Um, they've got the best coach for them at this stage. But um, yeah, I'm not sure who they got uh, this week. Um, a good question. They do have uh, North Melbourne. Uh, yeah, so they'll get a good confidence boost there. Yeah, um, and roll into. The next third of the season, really, we're nearly a third in, of the way into the season. But I, I'm, I was really surprised with them. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was looking them off were. all preseason. So um, credit where credit's due. They're five and two at this stage, which is mm. fantastic effort. Um, whether or not they maintain it or not, I guess we'll find out and see. Um, on to Saturday, Marination Station. If you had a big Friday night, uh, Brisbane versus the Dockers. Wow, we the Dockers are in strife at this stage. Um, Forty-eight point losers in that game, and they just look boring to watch. To be completely honest, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Um, last year, obviously making finals, and then this year we've got a bit of the finals um, hangover. But yeah, nothing seems to be going right for them this year. Um, the youngsters, Hayden Young and Brayshaw, obviously standing up, but I think their forward line's their main issue. Yeah, no key yeah, forward. No key forward. I think um, Tabernar. Is he playing or is he? Oh, he is. Yeah. I haven't seen much of him, to be honest with you. I so I don't know what else they got. I think um, Tracy. No, he's not playing um, at the moment, Tabernacle. A miss. A few of those boys who could come in. But, yeah, their forward line's the worry there. But on to um, Brisbane, obviously flexing their muscles a bit now. They've kicked some big scores to start the year as well and multiple goal kickers with multiple goals in Danaher, McCarthy, Hipwood, Ashcroft, Zach Bailey, and Charlie Cameron. Um, Charlie Cameron, I only kicked two this week, but he, he had seven last week. So mm. um, Brisbane, again, are finding their straps as well, and they look to be um, the dangerous side that we thought they were going to be at, at the start of the year. Yeah, especially Joe Danaher has putting together a really good season, um, consistent season than he has the last couple of years. Normally he'd come out and kick five and then go miss him for a couple of weeks, but yep. he's um, putting up big games after big games. Um, can you rule Freo out of finals? Yep, I can. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, I'm off them at the moment. Yeah, I said they'd finish around 12th, and then even at this stage, it's like, oh, gee whiz. Yeah, they've got to turn something around, but, yeah, I don't think they can do it, uh, make finals. On to the next game, really good game, this one. Um, I didn't watch it. I was playing footy, but I got to the last minute of it, which is probably the best part of it, really. Swans versus the Giants. Giants winning by a point, thanks to Toby. Tipped him. Tipped him. Uh, and I owe a public service announcement. Apologies to Toby Green because uh, two weeks ago, maybe I'm against the Giants a little bit here. I'm not sure. I said Josh Kelly hasn't really been that great. Wouldn't pay too much for him. He had 31 that next week. <laughs> so well done. And I said 
I said, I love Toby Green. I remember saying that. I said, I love Toby Green and I still think he's one of the best forwards in the AFL. I just said, I just feel like he hasn't had that match-winning sort of performance or it was something along those lines. And I said, I don't feel like he's sort of carrying your side across the line. And I don't know whether or not Ashley's been sitting in the car with him on the way to train <laughs> while playing it, but he's given a big fuck you, bro. And it's completely fair enough. Kicked four goals, had 20 of 22 disposals, I think it was, and obviously that crucial goal at the end. Um, and he was every everything that I said that I wanted him to be this week and better. So um, he was fantastic. The Swannies, they led in every key statistic that they needed to lead in. They just couldn't get the job done um, with the Giants storming home. But, yeah, uh, do you see it as the Giants uh, becoming a better side or do you think Sydney were off their game? Um, I didn't watch it, to be honest, um, so yep. I can't really comment on it. But um, I don't think Sydney would be off their game. They're allowed a few speed bumps. I still reckon they're um, a really impressive side when they get up and about. But, um, yeah, GWS must have been listening because we did give them a crack for not um, playing as well as they should, especially with the list they've got, um, just with some of those stars. Like you said, Toby and Coniglio had 28-2, and two, your boy. My man. Um, and so, yeah, I think Sydney will, will be obviously um, – Disappointed with the loss, but they'll move on pretty quickly. Yeah, it's a week's long time in footy, so exactly on, right. on to the next one, which is Bulldogs versus Hawthorne. A bit of a much of a muchness sort of a game. Bulldogs did what they had to do to win, 94 to 65. Um, yeah, I, I again, I only watched glimpses of this game as I was commentating myself, but Norton kicked four goals, three. Um, got the job done, and obviously kicked four goals, which is great. You just hope that he's kick some straight against um, better opponents. I just reckon he's their number one forward, I reckon, and there was talks of him going back. Yeah. N- not a chance. He takes the ball at the highest point. So, yes, Liam, he can jump 30 metres in the air. <laughs> but, yeah, just the way he attacks the ball and obviously, yeah, kicking four goals, three, a bit wayward, but still that's four goals. He's got to stay forward. Yeah, don't, brings, don't brings, it, brings it to ground if he doesn't yeah. mark it, which he's got hands like a vice, like Rich said. Script. Um, Will Day had a great game, 30-1 and one for Hawthorne. Um, look, I was a massive um, advocate for Hawthorne being absolutely crap this year. Um, and, look, they started the year off really poorly, but they're being competitive in games. Um, probably should have won a, a couple of them against GWS a couple of weeks ago, um, even against Hawthorne. Uh, Geelong, sorry, they were right, right up to it till halftime. Obviously got blown out from there, but... Um, no, I, I think that there is little elements that you can see in Hawthorne's game where you go, oh, there's a little bit there to work with. But And they look look better with Mitch Lewis as well. Yep. Um, yeah. He kicked one goal, four, and 16 touches. But, yeah, he's really important to their um, dynamic. But I just want to talk about uh, Jason Johannesson. Yep. Found a little bit of form, 24-1. and one. Um, I don't know if you saw, but um, after the game, I think it was BT he was talking to his partner it must be. Um, she was like, it's amazing what happens when you play him in the right position because he's been everywhere, JJ. He's been used basically everywhere across yeah, the ground. Yeah. And I think he's yeah back to where he um, wants to be, so he's putting together a more consistent season than we've seen. Absolutely. Now, it's probably the two best games of the season went back-to-back after this. You had Melbourne by 90 points over North Melbourne, and that game was over about three minutes in. And then uh, Carlton followed up by 108 points smoking of West Coast which was really the waffle side for them. But, um, look, Christian Petrarch was awesome, 3-35. Charlie Curno, as we know, kicked nine, took a mad specky over the Nintendo controller head of Shannon <laughs> Hearn. Um, but, look, there's 
they got they did what they had to do both of those sides, but to read too much into it more than that is I don't yeah, know. There's not too much. Clayton Oliver, sixteen touches in the first quarter. Yeah. Ridiculous. The honeymoon is definitely over for Clarko. Yeah. Um and we don't speculate, but who knows with Adam Simpson. He's had a shocking run of injuries with his list. I think um, they've got twenty seven fit players and this week they have to name twenty six players in an extended squad. You'd so, hate to be the twenty seventh yeah, bloke. 27 bloke. But yeah, that's just ridiculous. Their injury list. Uh, we'll move on quickly from those two games. Not too much to take out yep. from them. Um, I went down to this game. Yeah, what Don's what, Geelong? What was the? How come you went down? I uh, took me nan down actually. She's mad Geelong, so I went down with um, my dad, partner Georgia, and my nan and Georgia's cousin and his partner. So um, we all went down, sat there, and watched a pretty good game for beautiful, Geelong supporters. Beautiful day of footy by oh, the looks of it. Unreal day. Um, yeah, perfect day. Sixty odd thousand for the country cup. Yep. Country game or whatever you want to call it. But, yeah. It gets um, played in the city. Yeah, it's in the city at Adelaide Oval, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I think Essendon and Collingwood both playing off five-day breaks. Both games, they were both slow off the start. The yep. only problem was Geelong kicked straight, whereas against Collingwood, Adelaide missed a lot. So Tom Hawkins kicked four in the first or five in the first? Four in the first. Four in Could the first. Five, yeah, yeah, finished with eight. Um, so yep. he was unreal, won the – Best on ground, whatever it's called. The, yeah, I'm not sure what the medal's yeah. called either. Um, he was unreal. Every, there's a medal for everything now. So Jake Stringer nearly single-handedly brought you yeah. back into it, 26 and 4. Um, Dangerfield looked back to his best. Yeah, he was awesome, especially for a bike. He played 64% game time and had 15 inside 50s, which the AFL record is 16, by the way. So yeah. plays another extra 5, 10 minutes there and he breaks the record. But And for you guys, I reckon Nick Martin is going to be an absolute gun. Yeah, he's yeah. so efficient when he's got it. Dylan Shield had a really great game as yes, well. Yes, he did. Actually. They've been using him up forward, but um, with Geelong, obviously that um, they're back to nearly their best at, at this stage. Yeah. Um, what a quick turnaround it's sort of been for them. Obviously, going zero and three to start the year, but with that, with Geelong, you can't you, you can't give up forty points in the first quarter nah. and then expect nah. to be in it. It's a long way back um, from there. And I think they put the cue in the rack after halftime, anyway. To be honest, but. It looked like, from a spectator's point of view, very high-scoring game. So yeah, well, what was it? Yeah, both teams over a hundred. That's really what you want to see. Big forward kicking eight, and then obviously Stringer. Yeah, Weedman kicked third five. Quarter. Weedman yes, kicked five. True. So um, a bit yeah. of junk time about it, but nonetheless, form is form. But yeah, um, on to probably the biggest disappointment for the year and the round: Richmond versus Gold Coast. Now they didn't kick straight um, at all, kicking six goals, twelve in the end. They um, weren't really in it, even though probably till half time they were in it scoreboard wise. But um, Gold Coast had all the play, and Richmond had um, similar to what Essendon did. They had a lot of turnovers in the back fifty, which resulted in goals. Which, as we know, you can't do because it's just going to cost you games. But credit to the Gold Coast, they got their job done. And um, a couple of weeks ago, the same thing. The axe was looking like it was going to fall on Stuart Jew, and the team was going nowhere. But they're three and four at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just behind uh, both the Sydney sides. Um, maybe a bit of spark that they need. Took Miller has obviously been injured, but they're looking all right. But for me, uh, Richmond, you're going to rule them out? Well, I've already been clipped in our inbox by Shed. Thanks for that, mate. Um, yeah, Deserving. Well, yeah, uh, I said they were going to be up there and might even take it out. But, yeah, they've gone the other way, um, sitting, what are they, second last? Third, Third last. last, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, very disappointing they've been, I yep. think. Um and they'll know that too. 
Um, but yeah, credit to Gold Coast, Ben King kick, kicking four, um, and yeah, just all round effort from from their players. Even Tim Taranto, he's a lot of knock on him for his disposal. He had thirty two and one at seventy eight percent, so he's flying the flag for oh, um, Richmond there. I couldn't agree more. He kept he kept them in it at, at stages throughout that game. So yeah, I, I think. At the start of the year, yes, the knock on his disposal is probably right in some aspects, but at the end of the day, if he's not playing there as well and maybe even Hopper, I don't think he had as big a game. He had 21, still at 85% and had four tackles, but um, if those two aren't playing that side, it's going to be a bigger loss, I think. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, I don't know where to hear from Richmond. It's a bit like too hard to talk about next year and all that, but I think they'll have to get rid of some of their older players and start to um, blood a few of their younger players as well, give them the opportunity. Um, and then we'll move on to the final game. Game of the round. Ended up being game of the round. It wasn't early. It was pretty scrappy no, early. But uh, the Mighty Pies just got over the line in the last 20 seconds. Adelaide led for the whole game. Um, yeah, I, I was listening to it on the radio and then we went out for tea. So we um, it wasn't on at the pub, weird. So we put it on our phone and we all huddled around and, yeah, the ending was unreal, but from what I heard on the radio, very scrappy early, Collingwood, um, Adelaide, what did they kick in the first quarters? Uh, yeah, three goals, six to uh, our two points. So if they had kicked four, what was that? Similar three, to what Geelong six, did. Three, yeah. Similar they kicked six, three Geelong did. So It could have been up by 40 points, and then who knows, it could have been game over. But credits to Collingwood, they're um, never out of it, really. No, nah, absolutely yeah. not. And we literally spoke about it last week. It was like, oh, that – they, you can never rule them out no matter what the margin is. And this this game was a little bit different in terms of it looked like it was wet there as well. Yeah. It wasn't a high-scoring game, um, but they just sort of dominated the territory towards the end there. And um, there's been some talk around whether Steel Cyborg deliberately missed that kick. Pretty smart so, if he did. Pretty smart if he did, but at the same time, are you going to want to kick that goal? Who knows? We're yeah. never going to really yeah. know. Um, I just <laughs> thought it was funny that people are sort of bringing that up and, hey, they could be a potential that he did do that. But, um, yeah, Collingwood, fantastic start to the year, 6-1. and one. He couldn't ask for more at this stage, to be honest. A lot of talk about Nick Dacos and his season, but his brother Josh is putting together an impressive season, had 31-1 and one Ooh, on yeah. that weekend. So I think he flies under the radar because of his brother, but um, he's been really important. Jordan Dawson, I wasn't sure why they selected him as captain of Adelaide. It was a bit weird. He's only been there for one year, but he had 30, so he's been instrumental. Uh, for Adelaide as well. And Tom Mitchell coming across, he's been um, awesome for the Pies, 29 touches. Different version of Tom Mitchell too, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Not feeling like he has to do everything. Yeah, It's just like, let me just do this, tick off, sort of like what Fly's sort of been um, speaking about, do your role and then you'll be in the side. And exactly right. They're the benchmark, to be honest, at this point in the season and it'll be interesting to see how they go from here. They've got a couple of um, easier weeks coming up, Collingwood too, which is... I know about that. Well, who have you got this week? Sydney. Sydney. They're still missing a few. And then Carlton. the week after that is Carlton. No, G- uh, Giants the week oh, after. Giants and Carlton. There's Carlton. no real easy wins North. in the AFL, is there? No, you never know these days. Um, unless you play North or West Coast at this point at, in time. All but right. let's get into this week's tips. Um, everyone has wanted my tips because um, funny thing is I don't even follow them myself. But <laughs> we'll see how we go from here with Friday night. Like we said, wish it was Thursday night. Brendan Favola Cup. Brendan Favola Cup. Oh, very good. I don't mind that one. Uh, I got nothing off the top of my head. Sam Doherty. Sam Doherty, <laughs> you're flying here. Mate, uh, you should see in my notes, I've written down every game and every player who's played for both teams. 
Yeah, right. You got any more for me? Uh, not for that game, no, mate. Sorry. Nah, no worries. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Br- I'm going to go Brisbane. Um, I think they actually play Marvel really well. Yes, it is at Marvel this week. It's not at the Adelaide <laughs> Oval. Um, yeah, same thing. A little bit of a feeling. Um, I'm surprised they're not favourites. I know again, it is at Marvel, but they're in fine form for me. And I think Brisbane win this by nine points. Nice. Um, Daniel Rich and Zorko out for Brisbane, though. Yep. Is that no. sway your opinion? No? All right. No. Um, I'm going to go for Carlton. Nice. Do you want to know why? Why is that? Guess who might be back? Owies! Owies! Oh, yeah, the big fella. He could be back. So um, if he comes in, they definitely win. So Kurnow goes out then. Uh, obviously, you're rested. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, if he comes back in, they definitely win. But, yeah, so I'm going for Carlton by two goals. Love it. Moving on to game of the round, Richmond versus West Coast at the G. Got anyone for me? Got any for you? Oh, players? Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I've got no idea. No, nah, I've got none. Benny Cousins. Oh, <laughs> the most that? obvious of all. Oh, no. yeah. Benny Cousins. Is there any others? Uh, Patrick Nash. Yep. Yep, next. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Richmond have to win this. If Richmond, again, we're Ooh. not TMZ, if Richmond lose this, is Dimmer a chance to be gone? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yep, fair enough. I think so. Okay, well. So, uh, but in saying that, Richmond should get this done, and I think they'll win this by five goals. Jack Rewalt could have a day out. Yes, that is true. Um, I'm going to go for Richmond as well. Um, like I said before, Eagles only have 27 fit players. They're just not traveling right at the moment. Is that MCG? It would have to be, wouldn't it? Yes, it is. Correct. Dimmer hates going to Marvel. So, yeah, I'll go Richmond, and I reckon – no, we'll give West Coast – they'll put up a bit of a fight, and it'll be four goals. Love it. All right, on to the Tyson Stengel Cup. He's done it. Great work, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm back. I was going to say Ronnie Burns. Ronnie Burns. <laughs> I was saying Burns. Oh, love it. Uh, seventh versus eighth. Very interesting game. And Geelong are very, very short odds here. I'm going to take Adelaide. Don't mind it. I'm going to take Adelaide. Um, they'll be disappointed with last week. I think that they'll bounce back, and I think that they get it done in uh, a win that – Adelaide will look back on when they play finals this year, another big call, and they say that was our point where we marked marked our territory on the season. So Adelaide for me. There you go. Um, I disagree. I'm going Geelong. Down at GMHBA, um, they're just too good down there, and the Crows might need some help down back to control Geelong's forwards. Um, they're firing at the moment. Obviously, Hawkins kicked eight, and Cameron's kicked a few bags as well. So, yeah, I reckon Geelong will get it done by five goals. Unreal. On to the Stephen May Cup, uh, Gold Coast versus Melbourne. Nice. Any others? Harley Bennell. Yes. Yes. He was a gun. He was. He was, yeah. He was a gun. Who you got, mate? You go first. Melbourne. Yep. I'll take Melbourne. Me Um, too. Pretty easy. Yeah. I think. um, Yeah, not much else to say there. I think they'll just get the job done. Melbourne are looking really good at the moment. Starting their straps a bit. Obviously, only played um, North last week, but they're looking really good. Um, what about you? Who do you reckon is going to take this one? Agreed. I think Melbourne and Collingwood are the two best sides in the comp at this stage, and they should win that at the Heritage Bank Stadium. Makes for an interesting King's Birthday game, actually. Does. Just looking ahead, but yeah. yeah. No, good call. I like it. All right, on to the next. Josh Bruce Cup. Even Keep going because there is a fair few. Is there? Play for both. Yeah, Josh Bruce is one. Um, Adam Trelaw. Yes. Um, Ryan Griffin, yes. Callum Ward. Yes. 
Uh, oh, there's someone else. There's low-hanging fruit here that I'm missing. Number one draft pick he was. Tom Boyd. Bang. And is there one more? There is. There is one more. Yes. Currently playing? He played for someone in between. Currently playing, yes. I said Josh Bruce. Clubs. I said Josh Bruce. Trelaw, I've said him. Only came to the Bulldogs this year. Oh. Um, nah, no idea. Rory Lobb. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. first. Good call. There you go. Good call. I like that one. Um, who are you tipping? Uh, I'm going to go the Western Bulldogs, I think. Nice. Um, a lot of history between these two clubs ever since 2016, I think it was, or yep. yeah, that's when they had that prelim. Um, yeah, I just think the dogs, um, they're starting to hit a bit of form now. Um, and Tob Libertore to come back in and, um, yeah, they'll get the job done. Monica Oval, is that Canberra? I think it is, yes. Lock it in. I'll uh, hold you to that. I'm going to go oh, – I'm going to go the doggies as well. Um, I th- just, just in a close game. So, all right. Frio versus Hawthorne. Oh, Brad Hill Cup. Brad Hill Cup, yes. Nice. Nice. Um, oh. <laughs> It hurts the brain, this one. It's not probably not good for podcast. What do you got for me? Zach Dawson. Yes. Yes. Zach Jaeger Dawson. Amira. Yep. Lloyd Meek. Lloyd Meek. And Trent Crow. Trent Crow. Yeah. Yep. Trent Crow, I should have got, I feel. Um, Freo <laughs> have to win this as well. Have to. Have to. Have to. If they don't, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. To be uh, honest, Freo, to Freo your best bet for the week? No, not my best bet. I can't <laughs> trust them. No, you can't trust them. You're but right. Nat Five could come back in. Yep. So who knows what happens there? He'll probably if he goes forward, he's not really a good goal kicker though. Oh, they just got to win. I think they've got to win. There's no ifs, buts, or maybes. They've yeah. got to win this. You've summed that up perfectly, yeah. mate. And I couldn't agree more. All right, marination station time now. Angus Mumphrey's Cup. I like that. Yep. Yep. Would it be your favourite player when you were younger? He was a gun. Um, no, nah, he wasn't my favourite player. Jason Johnson was actually my favourite player. Jason there, so. Johnson, JJ. There you he, go. He was actually an underrated um, player of the times. Orazio Fantasia. Yep. Cup, and Gavin Wanganing. Oh, how could the I go? The goat. He was a star, mate. He, he was, was a genuine star. And in saying that, my best bet for the week. Ooh. Drum roll, please. Where's the, where's the button? <laughs> yeah, where's the button? I need to figure out how to use the mixer. Don's get up this week. Jeez. Don's get up this week, and I think um, they they've had they have a five break, five day break, seven day break. I think they'll be uh, yeah switched on a bit. Zach Merritt was a little bit poor last week after a week off. Uh, Draper's been poor the last couple of weeks. I think I think we fire up a bit here, and um, I think the, the Don's get up. Where's the game at? This week it actually is at the Adelaide Oval. I Ooh. can confirm that. Um, so it's only a three-goal advantage instead of yeah. a six-goal at Marvel. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Dons as well, actually. Um, I was pretty impressed. Have I convinced them. you there? Would you have taken it if I hadn't have said that? No, honestly? after watching them on Sunday and watching their second half, um, I was really impressed with um, their ball movement, really quick young players. But Xavier Dersma torn PCL is a big out for them. Um, Tom Jonas comes back in and also Todd Marshall. So... I'm um, not sure how the defenders of Essendon are going to go, um, especially after their PTSD from Tom Hawkins last week. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Dons as well. I'll, I'll back you, boys. Beautiful. All right. On to the prelim final classic from last year, which it was, Collingwood versus Sydney at the MCG, mate. Nick Davis. 
Nick Davis Cup. Jesse White Cup. Cody's Jesse White boy. Cup. There's Sam, not Sam Reed. No, because the brothers. Ben boys. Reed. Yeah. No, that's not one. No, the Reed boys. Um, hang on. Reese Shaw Cup. Yes. Yep. There's got to be another one there somewhere. Have you got one for me? Darren Jolly. Darren Jolly Cup. Yep. And Darcy Cameron. Darcy Cameron. Current player, yeah. Very good. There you go. And also Dermot Brereton. <laughs> Just to throw that one in there. <laughs> I think he played like nine games for Sydney, but we'll count it. The way that I used to play for the Sydney Swans. Anyway. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, who I, you I got? apologize. Um, oh, I do have Collingwood. Um, they're probably nearly – look, Sydney, they're beaten up at the moment. Dane Rampy's still out for a long time. He's obviously a very invaluable player now that we see he's been out for a while. Um, so I think Collingwood get it done, especially at the G. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm obviously going to go Collingwood as well, but it'd be interesting to see what Sydney do. Um, they might bring in Tom Hickey as a, another ruckman. Yep. Just because of Collingwood's uh, lack of ruckman. Um, yeah, pies obviously. Seven and one would be an enormous start to the year. It would. I'm actually yep. going down to it. I just remembered. So Ugh. yeah, there you go. I'll give Half you some luck, live mate. updates. Beautiful. All right. North Melbourne versus St Kilda to end the round, and I'm trying to think of a player. I've <laughs> only got here. two. Only got two. This is gonna. I feel like I've got no. Nick Del Santo. Bang. That's one of them. There's one more. Come on. It's gonna be someone like I don't know Aaron Hamill or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, I've got no one. Farron Ray. Farron Ray. Big Fazza. Great call. So I'll take St Kilda in this one. They'll bounce back. Uh, Max King and Zach Jones are a week away still. Um, but Jack Billings as well, he's closer to a return, so they'll um, obviously help St Kilda in the next couple of weeks and St Kilda will win this one, I think. Um, hopefully North Melbourne give up, give up a bit of a fight and it's a bit close, so I'll say St Kilda 20 points. Yeah, I'm going to go St Kilda by five goals. I think that North will be stick it up to them for a quarter, maybe a half. Hopefully they bloody win it, but, um, yeah, I think St Kilda's system is just too strong. What was your best bet for the week, mate? Uh, my best bet, um, I've gone for the Collingwood-Sydney game um, just because I'll be there, so I'll make it exciting. It's had a few down weeks, this bloke. Um, I was talking to him during the week, actually, and yeah. I just said, you know, just go about your own business, mate. Um, yeah, go back to the basics. You know, you've got the skills. You've got Don't the worry about the team. Exactly right. Don't listen to the outside noise. So I've gone Jamie Elliott to kick three or more. Yep. Uh, it's paying 460 I uh, just think he's had a few down weeks um, at the MCG. He'll uh, get on the end of a few and, yeah, who knows? He could kick six. Uh, I'm not going to pencil it in. I'm going to permanent marker that in. Uh, <laughs> I'm that confident this week. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I might multi that with uh, Don's head-to-head. So, Jeez, look out. Don's 1-39 to 39 if you want to be more specific. So, And yours, yeah. mate, your best bet. Yeah, it's Don's, mate. It's Don's. Don's, Don's one flat to, out. Just flat out Don's 1-39. to 39, <laughs> yep. And I also think that Zach Merritt has 25-plus. There you go. So Shit. multi those three together, and that'll be juicy, juicy odds. We are pay for the weekend. We are looking for a sponsor in that department. So if you are interested and you are listening to the podcast, feel free to do so. Um, we'll do our votes after this, and then straight into the two question quiz. Just <laughs> going down to. <laughs> We are back. A bit of a malfunction there yet again, Hixie. But let's get into the MVP and fraud awards. Let's stop stuffing around. What do you got? All right. We'll go with the MVP. One vote, Taylor Gooch. The Gooch. On the uh, Live 
Tua there, um, back-to-back tournament wins, $19 million in the pocket. Um, he's doing well. So he gets the one vote. Two votes to the Lakers. Yep. Traveling very nicely there in the playoffs. Uh, you've jumped on them to win it. I have. Get on board. So they uh, might get a few more votes in the coming weeks. And three votes for the MVP, Collingwood Football Club. Well deserved. Sitting atop, sitting very pretty up there. So, um, yeah, they deserve the three votes, I think. All righty. Fraud award time. Who's got the one vote this week? Because I forgot to write it down, so I need you to read it out loud. Uh, one vote, North Melbourne. Yep. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit, but they've got to take it. Um, so they get the one vote. Two votes this week. Didn't just come from Shed. I actually got four messages about them. Leeds United. Uh, in any month, no team has let that many goals through in an entire um, Premier League history. So Must have Cal the Dragon as their goalkeeper or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's porridge. I love it. Anyone that actually gets that reference, you're a loser. Three votes goes to um, none other than the villain of the NBA, Dylan Brooks, who has just been dropped by the Memphis Grizzlies. He's been a starter all years. He's probably a worthy player of it, but his attitude and everything that's come um, on towards, towards the Memphis Grizzlies, they've just gone, yeah, mate, see you later. Pack your bags. Hooroo. Yeah, I think he's in the way he talks as well. Yeah, his head looks like a kicked in Bicky tin as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's got dimples in it. Um, but the thing I don't like is he talked all that shit and then just hid away from the media. Yeah. At least come out in front of it. Like, yeah, porridge from him. You're good. But all right, I had 10 questions. Hicksy's already answered five of them. He's not getting any points for them. But I've got, I've given him a challenge. He's got to get at least three this week. If not, I'll be filthy on him. So. Do I have to use my name as my buzzer or because I'm the only one here? I think you'll be right, mate. Thank you. I think you'll be right. Um, Points worth a point. Yep. Unless stated otherwise. So, question one, without further ado. Name three teams in the waffle, not including the West Coast Eagles. Peel Thunder. Correct. South Fremantle, are they one? Correct. One more. Peel Thunder, South Fremantle, and Subiaco. Correct. Yeah. One point to Hixie. Good start. I'm winning. Question number two. In Australia, what club nickname is the Wanderers? Uh, Western Sydney. Yes, it is. Uh, and what A-League. do they – in the A-League, correct. Yeah. Very good start while you're here. What's the score? Two zip. Yep. Just had to check. Uh, I don't know who the zip <laughs> is, but <laughs> anyway. The fans. Yeah, love it. All right, question three. If I was to say to you, Fremantle, Sydney, West Coast, in that order, what am I referring to? Fremantle, Sydney, West Coast. Yeah. Mm. Fremantle, Sydney, West Coast. Um, are the last three interstate teams to reach a grand final? Incorrect. Oh. The answer was they all lost to Hawthorne in their grand finals consecutively. There you go. Bit of a tougher one, but that's yeah, why I was now, worth two points. Now you, now you say it. Okay. Question number four. Who does Hamish and Andy each follow in the AFL? Hamish and Andy, obviously we know who they are. Andy, is he Carlton? He is Carlton, correct. And Hamish, he'd have to be, I kind of want to say Sydney. No, he's no. not. It's a Melbourne-based side. Oh, Melbourne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I think I just gave it away there, but I'll give it to you nonetheless. Oh, well, I thought Sydney. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay. nice. Okay, question number five. Which team has the nickname Avalanche in the NHL? Um. Oh, no. I know this. I was looking at it today. <laughs> I thought When you said NHL, I was like, oh, shit. 
Colorado. It is Colorado. Four from five. Thanks for coming. Hicksy's here. Hicksy's one. Opens the door on his way out. And he's literally left the studio. He's left me back in here. Um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I think he's actually uh, left. I can hear his car start up. So um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, More news to come soon, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Let's go.